And welcome to the South Road Voice. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Troy. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. Yes, was... Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy. Good to see your smiling face today. Yeah, as we have both spoken about a few times before, um, I think both of us look forward to this moment every oh, week. Oh, I it's definitely good. do. Yes. And I think, as yeah. I said to you before, one of my favourite so- sounds at the moment is the um, the ringing of uh, Skype. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> So there you go. We should be able to personalise Skype ringing. I mean, you can personalise. 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 Yeah, that was a cross between personalising and percolating. Um, you can personalise a ringtone on your phone. Yes. So why can't you personalise the ringtone on Skype? Because I reckon either A, you can, and we just haven't looked. <laughs> oh, okay, there's always that. Or B, yep. it's branding. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit like how we did nearly an entire episode talking about the Royal Wedding and neither of us watched it. <laughs> no. Well, there's no point. Everyone else did, so why should we? Exactly right. So that could be, you could be right. Maybe there is a setting there somewhere and we haven't looked. Well, the roadies can find out for us. <laughs> Maybe we just have to ask those good people at Skype. Now, do you know who owns Skype? I think I found uh... this out. No, I actually don't. I know it'd be one of the big boys. Yeah, who do you reckon? Who do you reckon owns Owns Skype? Skype? Look, I wouldn't be surprised if Skype was a Zucky. Really? Well, here's the thing, right? The people who own Skype, their business started this day in... What was it? (laughs) Wow, you've done a great job having a day in early. I have. I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to stall because I'm opening up a file. Um, I think it was 19... <laughs> Professionalism. At I know, 1995, nice. 97 maybe. I'll have to go... Oh, I'm going to have to cheat and go to the internet, which is... Um, this, ladies and gentlemen, is how we are so prepared every episode with the information ready for your lovely ears. Well, who do you reckon started on this day in 1995 or 97, this, this business? Well, it wouldn't. I'm assuming I wasn't saying that Zaki started it. I was saying that he owned it now. Mm. Um, but that's probably incorrect anyway. Um, look, it may even be something like a Jobs. Oh, okay. Ninety five was a day actually. So, um, yeah. So on this day, uh, a little company started that's up five years after uh, Kong won the grand final. <laughs> <Okay>. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which no one gives an absolute shit about. No one. No. That's okay. No. Um, who do you reckon? It's an online... Well, I've given you two options. I mean, what are we... No, no. It's, <laughs> I'm just going to keep guessing. It's um, <laughs> a, this company in 2005 bought Skype. Well, I don't reckon it was actually Apple because I don't remember Skype being integrated into anything Apple-ish. Oh, and then they sold the business to Microsoft... For eight point five billion, far out. It's a lazy eight point five billion. Twenty eleven. Eight point five billion. That's how much. My brain can't even calculate that kind of money. No. Now this company that started on this day in nineteen ninety five had a revenue last year 
of $9.567 billion. Just tell me, Joe. eBay, baby. Stop, stop, stop prick-teasing me. <laughs> eBay, really? eBay. That does surprise Happy me. Happy birthday, eBay. I, I knew it was going to be a big boy, but I didn't expect it to be something unrelatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. And apparently the one of the, the eBay basically owes its success to Beanie Babies. Do you remember those? You fucking what now? Yeah, Beanie Babies. Because Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but really? Well, because the thing is, they weren't available in stores. So people wanted a, a way to trade them online. And there were no other online trading stores. So an auction site that like eBay, um, which was like Pez Dispensers and Beanie Babies, apparently Beanie Babies um, was 10% of business done on eBay um, in 1997. Beanie Babies, wow. 10% okay. of eBay listings in 1997 were Beanie Babies. So there you go. That really does surprise me. That's just a bizarre fact. Mm-hmm. You know what? South Road Boys just keeps on giving. Does. Um, can we flick into the bizarre things thing? So I've, I've found some bizarre things lately, and I think this one is great. No, because I'm on today's date. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I thought I'd got you away no, from No, I'm on today's already. date. Yeah, okay. What else do you reckon happened on today? In 1939, what do you reckon happened? In 1939. Yeah, we'll have a quick fire round. 1939, right. what happened? Right, it's going to be, it's around wartime. Yes. Or pre-war. Um I'm going to assume that... Uh, well, what's between... Was, was World War Two officially announced in 39? Well, was it that early or was that 40s? Well, what do you think happens between pre-war and war? What's the moment in between? Pre-war and war. Yes. The announcement of war? Correct. Britain declares war on <laughs> Germany. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yay. And then, oh, happy. What a happy anniversary. France follows six hours yeah. later, quickly joined by Australia, New Zealand and South Africa and Canada. What do you reckon happened in 1940 on this day? We realise that we're all fucked. Uh, Hitler orders an invasion of Great Britain for September 21. Mm. All right. What happens in 1944? Well, that would probably be the end. No. On this day? No. The 68th and last transport of Dutch Jews, including Anne Frank, from Westbrook leaves to Auschwitz concentration camp. So, not a happy memory, but, you know... Well, I just find it amazing that uh, last week everyone got really excited about sex robots, and now we're talking about wartime in the 40s. Okay, well, let's talk about a bit of chaos. In 1967, why did Sweden go fucking shit crazy on this day? Um, What was it? What year again? 1967. Country was turned pretty much into chaos for it. Yeah, I, re- I reckon I'm actually below the number, but I was going to say when ABBA won Eurovision. But I think that was 70s, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I tell you what, it's not a bad guess. It's a fucking good guess. They started driving on the right-hand side of the road. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> they went from left to right. Yeah, that's a concern because if you've got uh, Uncle Bob, who doesn't really take notice of the news. No. And just only goes out on a Sunday drive. And everyone else changed over on Monday. Yep. And this is going for a cruise and this what are all these mad bastards doing. And the thing... Um, oh, it's going to be... That's mayhem. And the thing is, and I don't know... you. No, you haven't been to Europe. So... No. So if you look at the UK, um, their cars are the same as Australia, or we're the same as them. So our steering wheel is on the right-hand side of the vehicle and we keep left. 
Yep. Obviously, if you've been to America, you know that the car steering wheel is on the left-hand side and you keep right. Those cars in Sweden at the time would have had the steering wheel on the right. And they were going from keeping left mm. to keeping right. Oh, that that is way more difficult than what it sounds. I've, For anyone who hasn't driven in a car that is reversed, that is mirrored, mm. such as they haven't gone to the States and driven over there, um, it is so bizarre to get in and drive a car. Um, not necessarily on the wrong side of the road, but being in the wrong side of the car because it throws all your angles and, and every your... Um, Depth perception. Just, perception, yeah, basically that's the best one because you really don't know where you are. You've got to watch the lines again. And who the fuck changes gears with your right hand? <laughs> I was just happy it was automatic. But yeah. But back then it wouldn't have been. No, but the thing is they're, they're going to be in a car on, for them, the right side of the of the car. So they're going to be sitting in the right-hand seat. Yep. Yet they're going to be keeping to the right. Yeah. So I'm biggest trying to stay as far away from traffic as possible. Oh, it would have been shit. <laughs> now, on this day in 2013, Microsoft purchases who for $7.2 billion. Top tip, we know it's not Skype. So, 2013, yep. Microsoft. At- you realize that I'm terrible when it comes to quizzes. I do. That's why um, I got you one. Then Microsoft, then Microsoft. No, got nothing. This company would have been massive, and I know was massive, from probably 93, 95, through until when we got smartphones. Oh, okay. So we're probably talking, are we talking a brand that isn't a brand of a phone? Correct. So we're probably thinking maybe Nokia? Bang. T-Barns, three points. Okay. Wouldn't have guessed that, though, without a hint. No. <laughs> At all. No, and I still remember my first Nokia. I remember when Nokia's, when the whole idea of having a mobile phone was to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Yep. And the 5110 was the phone that came out. And the reason why that was just it and a bit was because you could change the cover. <laughs> That's right, you could too. you go to the shop and you'd buy a new cover. And, and you could also play Snake. Yep. Um, and I remember then I went to, I think it was the 8810 or the 8830, which had a blue screen. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm, it was really, really small and silver, about that big. All I remember back then is the main two brands that seemed to be uh, the leaders, where I was with Nokia and Motorola. And Ericsson. Because I remember having, I remember, I, Ericsson too, I remember having a little Motorola flip. Phone. Yeah. And I thought that was just bees knees. That was awesome. And I think that was tech. Yeah, it was high tech. And I think when the Matrix came out, Nokia just went through the roof with that that slide banana phone. Yeah, that was the shenizzle. Change. <laughs> oh, and then they had this thing where suddenly they started putting keyboards, like full keyboards on a phone. I'm like, that won't take off. Who wants a full keyboard on a phone? <laughs> you know. Just- and then they started putting like keyboards on a touchscreen. Oh, fuck. Who wants that? That was never going to work. No one's going to do that. Why would touch screen? Why would you need? Why would you need the internet on your phone? I just need to make and receive phone calls. That's it. Exactly. I've already got mailways. Exactly. What, why do I need to have a map on my phone? <laughs> what am I going to look at this tiny little map for when I can open up an entire book and see the whole thing in front of exactly. me? Exactly. Until the phone started telling you where to go, and that changed everything. <laughs> um, I've got two more for you. How many things happen on this day? You've only no, normally you've got a max of two. I know, but I 
I, I went so, hunting today because I just, yeah, no. you know, 3rd of September, I, it's, the, it's the first day of spring and, you know, a bit of spring in my step, I suppose. Yeah, i got a feeling you're going to overdose on the day, Joe. Yeah, just probably. <laughs> All right, well, then I won't tell you what the, the world's biggest fleece was. From a sh- what? In 2015, Chris the Sheep in Australia. <laughs> Chris the Sheep. Yes, Chris the Sheep. Yep. Breaks the record for the biggest shorn fleece. Now, the average fleece is between three and six kilos. How big do you reckon Chris's uh, fleece was? I will say I would have thought that a fleece would have weighed way more than that. No, no, not when the- they just they look so weighty. Yeah, but when they when they sh- when they shear them, they don't want it too long because otherwise it gets too much. Uh, True, but if they're trying to break a record, though, I mean. Can you make it wet? That'd make it way more. No, Surely. this was this was bad? this was a sheep that had been bush, so it was it was a rogue sheep and it hadn't been shorn. <laughs> rogue sheep. Rogue sheep. <laughs> it's it's a new in the Star Wars trilogy. Rogue sheep. Yep. Yep. <laughs> With bad bad fat. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I like that. <sighs> you use the force, Luke. That is. Oh, you need to calm down. <laughs> oh, I think that's it. <laughs> oh, I've actually got nothing. That's the, oh, that is just brilliant. You want to see that, don't you? That's a film I want to see. Oh, Jay Mayer, Rogue Sheep, Rogue Sheep. <laughs> Big in New Zealand, though. Yeah, I tell you, it's not very often I'm speechless. So I just can't add to that. That's just that's beautiful. Well, Chris was found um, a rogue sheep, and his fleece was so unhealthy they had to sedate him to shear him forty kilos. So he was basically just a, a little flesh bubble within a fleece skin. Yeah, he was just because he'd been rogue sheep. <laughs> He'd been in. He wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been hard to catch. No, but he was out in Tatooine, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he yeah, and they found him near Canberra and with, yeah, with his uh, friend uh, Three Sheepio. <laughs> <laughs> Three Sheepio. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh. <laughs> oh, we are two teenage boys. We really, are. really are. I just need to work out how I can add the word merino into something. <laughs> Dorper, Dooney. Yeah, no, nah, I think nah. we're stretching now. Yeah, anyway, um, but the mm. real, the real today's <laughs> Lambo Carisian. Lambo Carisian. <laughs> I've really got nothing else. I don't know where they come from. <sighs> Shave us, Obi-Wan. You're going hope. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I'll tell you what, it had it it a different context to um, docking the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it, it would. It definitely would. Slightly more painful. Yes. Now, today's fun fun fact holiday, 
falls into one of, I would say, and we've spoken about this before. Oh. <laughs> Rogue Sheep is going to be with me till the day I die. As my brain <laughs> fires its last synapsis, I'm going to see a sheep in a Darth Vader mask. Oh. Well, you do one of those blackface ones. Blackface is not a good thing you should do, but no. if you're a sheep, you can get away with it. Well, they're called the black and coloreds. That's the that's the category they fall so under. The, that's the Darth Vader of the sheep. It is, mind you. If you Darth Vader cosplay for sheep, Darth Vader cosplay for sheep, <laughs> mind you, it would go down well in the Adelaide show. Did you see this just recently? No, we don't follow the Adelaide show very okay, often. Okay, so the Adelaide show, as with all royal shows, has an arts and crafts section, right? And in the arts and crafts section, people. Uh, do crocheting and knitting and cake baking and painting and wool craft and all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, the good people at the Adelaide show decided to award first, second and third place to Gollywog Dolls. <laughs> now, I don't, th- yeah, I don't okay. think Gollywog Dolls have ever been appropriate because it's not like it's a... It's a a Chinese, oh, sorry, a Japanese geisha doll where it's all about the whatever. The Gollywog doll was basically just taking the absolute shit or Mickey out of the African Americans. So it was never yeah. never used as a term of endearment or viewed upon as a thing of beauty. It was always a piss take. And obviously the judges, that, well, the, the people who made them thought it was a good idea and the people who judged them went, what kind of it is? <laughs> They have since received quite a big backlash. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. It's 2018, people. Come on. What yeah, are you doing, Adelaide? Get your shit together, Adelaide. Come on. Bloody out, Adelaide. Anyway, today's today's fun fact holiday falls into one of your phobias because it is skyscraper day. Why would you have that day? <laughs> how, Why would you celebrate such height? How do you go in skyscrapers? Because... You're not good in the cinema <laughs> when no. when you see things tall. Yep. Um, you're okay from the second or maybe the first rung of a ladder. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's fair cool, I reckon yeah. you, you're okay on a balcony. Uh, to a point. Really? Like, I am okay, but I, but if I if I kind of get right up and then look straight down... Yes. ...then the legs start to get just a little bit of movement in jelly. Vertigo, vertigo. <laughs> It's a real thing. It's a struggle. So, you you like you wouldn't go to the Rialto Observation Tower and I would not. I press your nose up against the glass, looking at the photo of that on the front cover of the Herald Sun. Really, really. Oh my giddy aunt! Yeah, it's not good. So, the current tallest building in the world um, is uh, in. Dubai. Yep. And that currently stands at 828 metres. That's tall. That it's is. It's a long way up there. But there's a new one that's going to be finished in 2020. It's called Jeddah Tower. It's going to be in Saudi Arabia. I reckon the South Road boys should visit it because <laughs> at its peak, it's going to be 1,008 metres. That's right. It's a over fucking kilometre. A kilometre <laughs> Can you imagine the picture from the top of there? That is ins- 
insane. More the point, I wonder how much that would move from side to side naturally. Oh, they they have to factor that in. They have to factor... Oh, yeah. Because I know when you go up to the top of the Rialto... Uh, sorry, the... Uh, what's it called? The Edge. Um, the one in Melbourne. Fuck. I can't remember the name of it. Eureka. Yep. <laughs> Eureka! I've got an idea. No, Eureka <laughs> the Tower. Um, I know I've been in that and I've, I've felt it move. And it said to move, I think... I think it's almost up to 10 centimetres Yep. at the top. That's how much they factor in, mm-hmm. which sounds quite a lot. And apparently they believe, or engineers have said, that potentially you could have a building taller than Everest. Obviously, you just need a footprint like a mountain. And yeah. that's, that's what it is. The bigger the footprint, the taller you can go. And you just... just does matter. But I, I just can't imagine being the construction worker who's cleaning... Oh, Joe, mate, my legs have actually gone <laughs> jelly. It's just thinking about this. Imagine the poor bastard who has to clean the windows. Oh, I've got the leg tingles. Now, they say on the Jetta Tower, the tallest you're going to be able to go, it, it's going to be 167 floors tall. Yep. You're only going to be able to go to the 155. <laughs> So why can't you go to the others? Well, because most of it's then going to be um, facilities like air conditioning and lifts and oh, okay, and, yep. and they they it, they put it's a, the areas where Bruce Willis runs around in a new Die Hard movie, correct? And the aerials and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. But imagine being the guy who has to put the flag on the top of a building that's over a kilometre tall. <laughs> put that up for us, will you, Daryl? <laughs> I, just, I, I cannot tell you how jellyish my legs are thinking about all these things. It's like when you see those daredevils that they'll they'll get up the top of buildings and up the top of the towers when they're not meant to be. They'll do it illegally. Oh, and yeah. And they'll film the, the whole thing. Spider-Man, and Ant-Man. Like, and it's like, you people are freaking insane. Yeah. I, I, that's a long climb, though, if you're going to try and get the top of Jetta Tower. Anyway. One kilometre. A kilometre, for crying out loud. S- yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that is. Oh, let's get off that. That's our fun. Mm. That's our fun fact day today. Yeah, yeah. Let's just call it fact for the day. Not even a fun one, really. Yes. <laughs> a lot of fun in that. Now you had something. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's go on to something a bit better. Yes. Um. Well, this is a lot more fun. Okay. Can I just say? Um. So a story in Q8. I found this incredibly funny. Oh. A story. In, a story in Q8. Do you know what I'm about to say? Being trolled. No. Oh, excellent. You go with your no. scene. They have been caught sticking googly eyes on fish to make them look fresher. I saw that. That's so brilliant. <laughs> have you seen the photos? I have. That's not even oh, trying. I can't believe they've actually just put googly eyes like it's off like it's off a gollywog doll. Yes. Like they've just got the, the stick on eyes that people put on dolls and toys and they've stuck them on the fish. <laughs> to make them look more fresh. The thing that I love the most is that, of course, the Twitter sphere just has a lot of fun with this. Oh, don't they ever? So there's little jokes such as, um, I hope they go to court and are found guilty. Oh, nice. Um, I, it's just, it's dag jokes everywhere. Yes. Uh, we've got, uh, yeah, this is a full-scale scam. <laughs> um, the scales of justice shall decide their fate. Yes. And it just gets sillier and sillier and sillier. But and there's something... I just can't believe they put googly eyes on fish. Yeah, I think the article I read said there's something fishy going on here. 
Yeah, it's just <laughs> the puns are ridiculous. And I'm- but the, the main thing I wanted to bring up, though, and this is actually an interesting one, and there's a, a double prong uh, edge to this. Um, a double pronged so, edge. Yeah, I was going to go double pronged sword, and then a prong sounded more like a, a, a fish hook. And then it got taken into something else, so I just made my own up. So a two-pronged, so you- a two-pronged approach on a double-edged sword? <sighs> Mate, we can do whatever we want to do. It's our podcast. <laughs> Rogue sheep. Just making them up. Make them up. Rogue sheep. Um, you would, the roadies might have noticed I put a little video up of our conversation from the last episode. Yes. Um, and mentioned um, the robotic sex dolls. Yes. So I was really excited about those. So, of course, I put the video on our Instagram page as well. And funnily enough, I just found this so funny, the fact that a sex doll company then actually followed us on Instagram because I had hashtag sex doll. Or sex robot, sorry. Sex robot. Sex robot. That So a sex robot crew that actually followed us. And I must admit, um, I scrolled through their dolls on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's... It's intriguing, but here's the funnier part that happened, right? When I was doing a bit of just scrolling around at crap today. Yes. Um, in, in, yes. <laughs> in, Tor- in Toronto, right? Yes. The first sex doll brothel is coming. Oh. So you go to a brothel yes. to have sex with a sex doll. <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. The only... Give, give me your thoughts, Mr. Bader. Okay. <sighs> okay, so let's deal with the why the fuck you would do that. Why? Well, here's the reason why. Well, I, They're saying that you can, have, you can have sexual services with the world's most beautiful silicone ladies. Oh. Okay. But what yep. about the real ladies? <laughs> okay, let's just say, let's... <laughs> All right, let's just say Silicon Jam. Right. Right. I can see you just breaking this down in your mind right now. Okay, yep. let's just say Silicon is your jam. So that's your thing, right? And you're a bit cash poor. So you can't spend that. I don't even. You were on the site. How much is a, a hive? Oh, is it going to give me a, a dog? Oh, here we go. Customers will be charged. I don't know how they work this out. $60 to $742 for their time with the doll. Shnikey, that's a big range. How can you have such a difference? I mean, what, $60, you just sit in a chair and look at the doll? <laughs> Can't touch yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I mean, what, 742 might be doll anal? I mean, I don't know. What? I wouldn't. <laughs> or is it? Maybe you get two dolls at a time. Or Dulcim. is it? depending on the age of the doll and whether or not it's at the start of the shift or the end of the shift. <laughs> oh, 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 that brought up some interesting thoughts. Well, oh, that was even fuzzy because I put my hand over my mouth as I was disgusted at the thought yeah, of it. Because um, at, I mean, at least you hope that when you, you visit a bordello that the person who's... Or, or a bordello, or, as they call this one. Bo- they're not, are they? No, no, they're not. Oh, you've they're just come short. up with that? That is yeah, brilliant. Bordolo. <laughs> the Bordolo. Bordolo. Um, <laughs> the plastic chicken ranch. <laughs> um, those people would obviously have a cleaning regime and all that kind of stuff. What's going to happen here? They're just going to chuck them in the dishwasher. <laughs> 
at the end of the bring out the catcher. At the end, <laughs> get the catcher out. <laughs> yeah, they just. Well, I reckon there's probably just. Oh, oh, that's. I don't think that that's happy times. It's um. Here we go. Uh, we try to focus on the fact that since we have this service for men, um, in fact that since we have this service. For men who have dark, violent fantasies, instead of putting out the urge to act aggressively against women, they right. can do it to the dullest so it's safe for everyone. Also, live out your violent sexual That's fantasies. That's part of it. Yeah. That's dark. That is very dark. And and are they surmising that if they do that, then they're not going to want to then um, raise the stakes and do that with... A living person, for example. I just, I don't know what the success rate would that would be. That's just very interesting. Um, yeah, there you go. So he's saying um, an open mind about all sorts of behaviours people want to do. People do all sorts of things that we wish they probably wouldn't in a perfect world. Wish I'd read the end of this article because the start of it sounded kind of really kinky and weird and now it's got really dark and morbid. Yeah, and... I, I, I don't think we'll be going... Do you know what it is? You said it's starting in Canada? Uh, Toronto. Do you reckon that's to coincide with FEC 2018? <laughs> 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 I'm not casting any aspersions on the FECers. <laughs> I tell you, the FECers, uh, or as we like to call them, the uh, Flat Earthers. Yes. Uh, they wouldn't like a large-breasted lady. They prefer a flatter girl. Ah, oh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. Now, uh, but uh, I was just going to say there was one other thing I want to bring up too, which um, I found during the week. I just thought that was quite funny. Well, back on sex. Um, have you finished on sex well, dolls? Oh no! If you want to get more on sex dolls, let's keep that up. Well, I was just just <laughs> questioning on on this website that you found. Yeah. Did they? Have you heard of the Uncanny Valley? No, I have not heard of the Uncanny Valley. Well, it's it's the theory of... Because I saw that we got followed on Instagram by a sex doll company. Yeah, which is so brilliant. It's so I brilliant. I love that. And I remember, I remember, I think, watching a TED talk on artificial intelligence or something like that. And they talk about the Uncanny Valley where in aesthetics, if a doll looks... Almost human, or a, 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 an android, or something like that, looks almost human. People can sympathise with it and empathise with it, and have, you know, a connection to it because they know that it's not real. But as soon as it looks too human, or it's trying to look too human, then that that um, connection turns to repulsion. People get repulsed by something that looks really too human. Yeah. Because they know it not to be real, and that 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 freaks them out. And there's um, and there's a lot of people who talk about it. Like there's, it's a real thing. They've actually mapped out this this wave that shows how close something looks to being real before that happens. Before where it goes, likable, 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 and then it drops off because it looks too real, and then people start to get really unnerved. And lots of research and stuff like that. But apparently some of those things, one of those things that people mention is is films. So um, if you've seen, have you seen Polar Express with Tom Hanks? No, I've seen the trailer. Okay, so that really 
is more than just animation. So it doesn't. Yeah, I I do agree that there's it does kind of go past that line of standard animation. There's certainly a bit of I don't know realistic motion to it all. Yeah, or um, Tron Legacy, where they make Jeff Bridges young. Mm-hmm. Some people go, oh, it's just a bit of wonky C- CGI. Other people get turned off on it because it's trying to be too real. And that's where they get turned off about it. And obviously, you know, we are of the nerd. Um, so Sheep One or Rogue One, as it's otherwise known, <laughs> um, with the, the, the Peter Cushing and young Carrie Fisher characters. In yep. that, people felt turned off by the film because it took them out of the nostalgic here as a young Carrie where it looked to be too real but not. And that actually hit that that curvature of the uncanny valley. They've done that a little bit to um, Michael Douglas in Ant-Man. They do the same with him as well. So it happens. But that graph, that um, that curvature you're talking about, Mm. I reckon that works very similar to... uh, uh, the start of relationships when the guy is just liking a girl and yes. having lots of sex with the girl. It's all great. And it's it's like, 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 this is great. I like, like, like. Then the girl so says, awesome. then the girl says, I love you. And I think that curvature then goes straight downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly it's like, you know, it was all good. Mm. You knew what you were in for. And then he just got a little bit too real. And then that's it. You're gone. Oh, well, see, for me, I'm like, yes, I've got to. I've locked her in. <laughs> I locked her in. She will be mine. Oh, yes, she will be mine. <laughs> uh, now, the other thing I was going to bring up quickly. Oh. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. Bit of a KFC story. Oh, we love KFC bangers. So, uh, KFC in the States. Yes. Because um, it works out it's uh, it's Colonel Sanders' birthday on September 9th. Oh, Okay. Right, so um, I don't know how old he would be. I mean, obviously he's not alive now, but um, he'd be getting. He would have been 128. There you go. There you go. 128th birthday on September 9th. Yes. So what they've done is they've started now a competition. Hmm. Um, because his name is Harland. Now Harland isn't a word or a name that is used very often anymore. Harland. It's just it's not there. There's nothing really cool about it, is there? Let's be honest. Harland Sanders. If, Does anyone want to be known as Harland? If your name is Harland, I guarantee you either your father, grandfather, or great-grandfather was named Harland. There you go. Yeah, that's the only fucking reason. Um, so, what they're doing now is, uh, if babies are born on September the 9th, and the mother slash parents no. name the child Harland, no. right? The first baby born on that day that's named Harlan will win. So the baby born closest to the stroke of midnight yes. will win an $11,000 university education on KFC. Is that all? Just by being named Harlan. I'd do it. Well, they're saying now it's, a, it's their, their way of trying to bring an entire new generation of Harlans to America. <laughs> Harlan Davison. No, no, not Harley. Harlan. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so someone is going to win $11,000 um, for the university education just by being named after the colonel himself. Do you know whether or not that's limited to people in the United States of America? United States only. Ah, right. Yeah. What happens if you're a... F- yeah. 
Oh, that's a bit. Yeah, no. US residents. See, one would imagine that an organisation the size of KFC or Kentucky Fried would be able to offer that competition in every country. True, but Harlan's a very American name, though, isn't it? Oh, you get away with it in Australia. You get away with would it. Would you really, though? You would, Harlan. I mean, you can get away with a lot of things in Australia. Yeah. But I don't know if you get away with that. I know a couple of Harleys. Look, let's not even get on to Harley Quinn, because that's an entire new podcast altogether. Well, no, not Harley Quinn, just Harley. <laughs> not even named after the, the cartoon character. I think more named after the motorbike. Yeah, look, I get that one. But um, but Harland? Yeah, don't know. There's some people who have named their kids batshit crap. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's true. I would be happier that if someone was to name, and let's just say... It sounds more of a, a boy's name than a girl's name, if I'm honest. So I don't think it seems to be unisex. But let's just say, for example, and I'm not trying to be sexist, let's just say it's a boy, <laughs> right? I would rather yep. you name your son Harlan and go, oh, that's a bit unusual, than Chris with a K. <laughs> because <laughs> up until the time Chris with a K enters university which is when he's going to get his Harlan prize, he's going to have to be going, that's Chris with a K, for the rest of his life. Chris with a K. Yeah, that is true. Whereas if your name's Harlan, people go, Harlan, that's unusual. And you can go, yeah. Or you can go, yeah, my parents named me that so I could win a scholarship to university. (laughs) Oh, that's an interesting story. You know what? A Harlan's going to make friends just by having that name. They're going to have a story to tell. Unlike fucking Chris with a K, who's going to be going, it's Chris with a K, and the people are going to go, fuck, your parents hated you, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. And I'm if actually, um, yeah, sorry. Are you looking up any of your Facebook friends as Chris with a K? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I am looking. Um, oh, there's none there. I was actually trying to see if anyone had named their child Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Oh, look, there. Look, people. People do name their children unusual things, and I get that you want to name your child something that you might want to be unique, and that's fine. But you need to think of the child when you're doing it. So if you're going to name them something unique, maybe make it something that's phonetic. So at least they're not going Chris with a K or John John with a P. Like, for fuck's sake, people, come on. Teacher, who'd be a teacher? Imagine going through and trying to pronounce the names correctly of kids. Oh. Because half of them you wouldn't even know anymore. No, and it, look, even, look, people will, I, I was, my wife and I were not very adventurous when we named our children. You know, we chose names that we liked and they were probably a little bit old. Ella, for example, we named her as inspired by Ella Fitzgerald. Um, you know, that was... It's not an unusual name, but it's not a common name. Um, Jake, at the moment, happens to be a bit of a popular name. Uh, Jake and Jack, but, you know, we liked it. Look, I was a bit unconventional with my kids. I named my first one uh, Wesley. (laughs) Uh, Out of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Watcher. Uh, My next child was Buffy. Yes. So it's Wesley and Buffy, which I thought was great. And then uh, we had a third, uh, which was Neo, after the Matrix franchise. Yeah. Um, look, it's a lot easier to name them those names when they're cats. Uh, <laughs> that said, they haven't lived to tell the tale. 
So, oh wow, that was harsh. It really was. Oh, no, Neo's still around. Oh, there you go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Neo's a bone cat with my sister. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> mind you, though, it's funny how many how how TV shows do change the names that come out of that generation. Like, I'm certain there would have been a lot of Buffy's and Angels named in that period of time. Same as now, there's a lot of Game of Thrones names coming through. Yeah, but fuck, how stupid are you? How batshit crazy are you to name your child out of something out of Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> but it's happening. They, they're fucking killing everyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably, I think there's probably only about three three characters that may not get killed. Imagine, right? You, you're dating someone, and Game of Thrones, obviously, it's going to have a legacy that's going to hang around for, you know, I reckon 20 years down the track. People will still remember this. It's a bit like I'm watching Angel, the TV series again now. Yes. It's 20 years ago, but I mean, it's a long time ago that show was around. Um, it's still great. People still know it. So the Game of Thrones will be the same. So you'll be dating someone, and uh, probably you've just moved in together, right? With. Um, <laughs> Who's the um? Who's the little finger? The, um, no, no. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's a different story. We go. Yeah, that's before you move in together. Um, but the um, oh, the Lord. Lady of Dragons. What's her name? The the blonde one. Um, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Okay, you which, moved in with Khaleesi, which right? sounds like something you use on a venereal disease. It does, or it <laughs> sounds like the disease. Um, so you moved in with Khaleesi. Things are going well, right? Um, you're out on a date. Well. You're out on a date. She says, "Hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> hold door by name. Hold door by nature." <laughs> uh, well, I was about thinking of the fact of uh, autumn's gone. Things have cooled down a bit. Oh, she's like, "Can you turn the heater up? I'm cold." Oh, what the fuck is winter coming? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe nobody tells you can get away with saying that line yeah. before it gets old. Oh, yeah. Fucking, you think you know everything, don't you, mother yeah. of dragons? <laughs> Hey, hurry up. Stop dragging your feet, woman. <laughs> oh. Oh, hi. Yes. A nice little to- finger of Khaleesi and a midget walking into a bar. <laughs> or she meets someone new and she goes, oh, hi, I'm Khaleesi and this is my uh, my children. Oh, the unsullied. <laughs> like, it's just not going to be good. Oh, no. Just... Look, for the love of everything, people, if you're having children, thinking of having children, even if you've had the children, rename them. Mm. Give them better names. Give them great names to begin with. Just don't give them a life of struggle. And you know how big an impact um, Game of Thrones has in pop culture when I haven't watched it and I still know all those things about it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) See, I watched Game of Thrones and you remember Khaleesi more than what I did. (laughs) Well, it's one of those things that just gets in and sticks, and for whatever reason, I carry it around with me. You know, it'd be even worse than getting a silly name. <laughs> a limp. Right. <laughs> um, being an identical twin. Yes. And then dating identical twins. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, the identical twin sisters. I saw this little story, too, which I just looked at and thought, what the? Uh, so, they're going to marry identical brothers, mm-hmm. right? Nothing wrong with that. Like, that can happen. Well, y- if it. you've got a taste, why wouldn't your yep. twin have a taste? Exactly. Oh, oh that got... <laughs> my thinking on that? No. The yeah. topic. A, it's <laughs> a preference. The, you know, gentlemen... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Some people prefer blondes, brunettes. Yep. 
Yeah. Look, they won't have a taste. They can have a taste. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, they're going to marry identical brothers. Yes. And then live in the same apartment. <laughs> oh, shit. Why would you do that? Why? Okay. You and I, whilst we look like twins. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the dark. In the yeah. dark. Yeah. I, I know a set of identical twins. And there's something about a relationship that I think twins have that is even stronger than most siblings. That... If they've lived together all their lives and have lived together before they got married, that's a really hard thing for that separation. And if the boy twins are the same, they like living with each other. The girl twins like living with each other. So let's just have all of us live together. Yeah, look, I, I fully understand your reasoning there. And I love the fact that you've actually come up with a good reason behind it. But it's still weird. You know it's even weirder? What? Uh, the identical twin girls. Yes. Chrissy and Cassie Beaver. <laughs> so the boys are getting a bit of double beaver action. <laughs> Roger and Steve Dick. <laughs> Mary Chrissy and Cassie Beaver. <sighs> beaver. Dick Beaver. I um <sighs> but there's the, I mean there's been people who have been identical twins that have been separated at birth and we're not counting Leia and uh, Luke. Um, that have been Star Wars scene going on. Yeah, exactly. That have actually ended up marrying people of the same name, having the same gender children, and giving them the same name, and not known about each other until later on in life. Yeah, that stuff's weird. So there's something about those twins that are a little bit freaky. I tell you what, if these guys do a bit procreation, mm-hmm. and look, it's, look, it's possible they're married. They'll be, I assume, sleeping in the same bed. They might have all four of them. Or maybe not all in the same bed. That's a bit incestuous. But I'm thinking, <laughs> just a little bit. But it worked out that okay. So these guys, they had their first date together. They got engaged at the at the same time. Yes. Right, and they're going to get married at the same time. They're going to live in the same place. Yes. Right? So they're mirroring everything. Imagine if they actually became pregnant at the same time. It's. Gave birth at the same time, Highly and possible. both gave birth to twins. Called at the same time, Harlan. Daughter <laughs> Harlan. <laughs> Twin girls named Harlan. It's just ah, uh, makes it if it wasn't makes it if they actually had oh no, it's just wrong. Because they makes they had twins and they a uh, boy and a girl, Harlan and Harley. Ah, <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be that. That's. Yes, so for people, one of them loved bikes, the other one loved chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, do you, are you like me thinking at one point in time, one of the brothers is going to, or one of the, the women is going to try and see what's going on and just swap? Ah, uh, look, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have oh, to. You, you would. You just... To see whether or not you can get away with it. I think you just want to know whether the carbon copy is the same in all the same ways. Curiosity to have to get the better of you. Yeah, I suppose. For me... This is where my mind works slightly different to you. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I reckon that there's going to be... I reckon you're probably going to tell 
by listening to the nocturnal shenanigans, whether or not you've got the goer or not. <laughs> the goer hashtag. Hashtag goer. goer. I reckon for me, I'd be I'd be wanting some sort of tattoo, <laughs> just so I knew which one was which. True. Imagine a new reality TV show, right? Tattoo Take the twins. twin for a spin. <laughs> or better still, take the other twin for a spin. Oh, wow. Yeah, hashtag swapsies. Well, they already have wife swap, so why not twin swap? Exactly. Twin spin. <laughs> twin spin, that's it. You should be in TV. Oh, I'm not mean, on TV, though. No. In TV. In TV. Very different. <laughs> you should be coming. This is genius ideas. This oh. is... This is this is big thinking. This is thoughtful Troy stuff. Oh, hashtag sin in twin. <gasps> oh, put them on an island somewhere. You know, Love Island, The Bachelor, and then make them renovate the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and you've got because you got to do that. Yeah, sin twin yeah. renovation. <laughs> sin twin renovation, uh, and you'd have to have it in Vegas. You have to have it in Sin City. Sin City, Twin City. Well, that's Minnesota, isn't it? Twin City. Twin City. Don't yeah. know about that one. No, I think it is. But, but yeah, um, yeah, bit of our twinsies action. I just, I just think if you're going to stay in the same place, I think mm. you're asking for a little bit of twinsy trouble. It'll be difficult when they have kids to have. Well, mind you, okay. So we have um, one of my wife's best friends, um, who we call Auntie Val. She has been staying with us on and off for the last 12 months, if not more, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. There's a room for her. Um, and having... We- didn't put her in the shed? No. Like you actually had a room? Didn't put her in the shed. God, you're a sweet guy. I know. And having a sparent... As we call it. Sparent. Hashtag sparent. Spare parent. I like that. Yes. So she's our sparent. If you lived in a household where there was four, two parents and two sparents, I'm telling you, it makes life a lot easier. I can imagine that. It makes a lot of sense. If Amy and I go, oh, we want to go out for something to eat or we want to grab a coffee. Hey, sparent, do you mind just looking after the kids? She goes, sure, no problem. Sparent. That's such a good term. I love that, Joe. I don't know where it came from. I'm not sure whether or not it was my wife or, or Auntie Val, but we definitely use it here. Sparent. Let's do it. I like it. Yeah. And now, we're towards that point in time. Is there anything from the Thoughtful One this week? Is he there back from Bali? There? Have, have we got to that point already? Wowzers. Time flies. Um, yeah, he did. Like the, the Thoughtful One, he just needed a time to just... Grab hold of his thoughts again. (coughs) Glad you said thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. And just feel as though he was once again on the same level as the universe. Because you know what? All of us need time sometimes. Mm. Hmm. So, yeah. No, he's back. So, he's actually here with us. If we need to call on him, he's ready to go. All right. Well, I'll play the music. All right. Play the music. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Russell from Canberra. <laughs> I 
Oh, Russell. Russell from Canberra yes. is working too hard and oh. suffering from severe stress. Oh, Russell. <laughs> and this is impacting the relationships with his family. And he would like to know if there is a natural way to help change his ways. Oh. Russ, I'm going to give you the same advice that my great, 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 great grand thoughtful father gave to me years ago. <laughs> you must become one with your spirit fruit, the lemon. <laughs> Embrace the lemon. Be at peace with your inner lemon energy. Squeeze it tight in the bowels of your mind and allow yourself to run out of juice and relax. Now, take a moment, release your inner lemon, and just sit us. <laughs> sit us. <laughs> Thank you, and bless. Hey, you going there, Joe? Joe's, uh, he's just taking a moment there. He's dying in the background. Oh, my goodness. Uh, sometimes, oh. Thoughtful Troy's uh, too much for Joe. It's kind of <laughs> strange. I don't understand it. <laughs> I must admit, I, I, I hadn't heard that before. And um, I was sitting here listening to Thoughtful Troy reading that out. And um, Sitras, I, I think that's, um, it's like it's a play on words, isn't it? But obviously, he didn't mean that. I mean, it's not like he'd use those kind of little anecdotes. Just sit, so. Russ. But uh, I'd, I'd also never heard of the spirit fruit before, so that's interesting. I've learned something new tonight. Yeah, and mm. I suppose the thing that I take away from from all of that, I mean, there's obviously the stuff that Russell's going to have for himself that he can apply practically to his life up, Sounds like up it. there yeah. in Canberra. Um, the, the way that Thoughtful Troy was able to get that information from his great, 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 great grandfather, uh, thoughtful father. Great, great, oh. great grand thoughtful father. Hang on, what hang about on. four great? There's, it's a uh, if I well, I'll just I'll just ask thoughtful Troy. Um, yeah, it's a great, 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 great grand thoughtful father. So five generations of yes. grand thoughtful fathers. Yes, fuck, they live long in that that family, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> or they breed early, <laughs> and maybe maybe that's something that we we should all just ponder. Well, there's a history there because you don't become thoughtful just by coming from nothing. You become thoughtful by coming from more thoughtful. That's worth <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> and on that note, I'm Joe. I'm Troy, <laughs> and we are Safrad <laughs> Boys. We certainly are.